as Jesus showed his disciples his hands and his side, what did he do and what did he say? He scolded them severely. He said, look at what you've done. Did he say that? What does Jesus say? Peace be to you. And he showed them his hands and his side. Jesus does not come to accuse or punish them. He comes to forgive. And he bestows upon them the power to forgive, giving them his own authority to do so. And today, as we mentioned before, is still Easter Day, eight days of Easter. And then the Easter season continues, right? 50 days of the Easter season, eight days of the Easter octave. And we still celebrate that Jesus is still alive and risen from the dead. Now, have you ever wondered, how is it possible that we in 2023 in Leewood can still somehow be in contact with the risen Jesus of the first century in Jerusalem? Practically, how is that possible? Are we just making things up? Do we just need to have a very powerful imagination? Is that how it works? The answer is, it's through the sacraments. Through the sacraments, we know and we are in contact with the risen Jesus. Isn't it marvelous that the sacraments are like a bridge, if you will, between the dimensions of space and time, what would otherwise be unattainable for us. So consider this, we here in Kansas City are about 6,500 miles from Jerusalem, and we are about 2,000 years separated from the events of the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. But it is the sacraments that bridge those dimensions of space in time with the risen Jesus in the first century, right here in the holy sacrifice of the Mass, every single time in the holy sacrifice, and right here in the Eucharist that will take place at this altar in just a few moments, we meet the risen and living Jesus of the first century. Now today is the Feast of Divine Mercy, and we have prominently featured here this image of the Divine Mercy. And this is a feast that Jesus himself requested. Now listen to this striking image that Jesus gave to this Polish nun, St. Faustina Kowalska, in 1933. And I invite you to, to close your eyes and prayerfully imagine what's being described. I saw a great light with God the Father in the midst of it. And between this light and the earth, I saw Jesus nailed to the cross. And in such a way that God wanting to look upon the earth had to look through our Lord's wounds. And I understood that God blessed the earth for the sake of Jesus. End quote. I understood that God blessed the earth for the sake of Jesus, St. Faustina reminds us. It's as if 
God the Father has goggles and the only way he can look upon us is through the prism of mercy. That he can only see us through the gaping wounds of our Lord and Savior. And he can only have mercy upon us. Now here are two simple truths. The first truth is that our sins are not negligible. My sins, your sins, all of our sins are do tremendous damage to relationships. This is the truth. The second, and yet, God's mercy is infinitely greater than all of our sins. Let that sink in. As a further sign of his infinite mercy, Jesus called for this feast of divine mercy to be celebrated in the whole church. And he told Sister Faustina, I want this image to be solemnly blessed on the first Sunday after Easter. And that Sunday is to be the Feast of Mercy. And on that day, the depths of my mercy will be open to all. Whoever will go to confession and Holy Communion on that day will receive complete forgiveness of sin and punishment. Mankind will not enjoy peace until it returns to my mercy. Now, mercy is offered whether we choose to receive that. That's on us. Now, as a reminder, what the Lord is referring to, he's offering the possibility of a plenary indulgence. So, reminder, practically, what needs to be done? So, first, for on this feast day, it is to venerate this image of the divine mercy. In other words, to pray with it as you look at it. Second, customarily prayers for the Pope. Typically, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, the Glory Be will suffice. To receive Holy Communion today in a state of grace. To receive the sacraments of confession within 20 days. Pope Benedict XVI extended it to, quote, about 20 days before or after. So if you receive the sacrament of reconciliation about 20 days before or any time within that period, or you still have another 20 days going forward, it will fulfill that obligation. And then the last criteria is the most difficult and really is the key. It is complete freedom from all sin. Now someone hears this and they're thinking, how is this even possible? Well, if we know anything about the spiritual life, the science of the spiritual life, we're basically referring to someone who at least needs to be in the illuminative way. Now, this still is possible, and so this is what is necessary for a plenary indulgence, but don't despair if you feel like, well, I I'm not there. It's still possible to receive a partial indulgence according to your disposition. So we should all try for this. Now, an indulgence can only be gained for myself or for the deceased not for another living member, because another living member still has an opportunity to work out their salvation with the good Lord. So always for us, or to apply it to someone who is deceased. We mentioned how we encounter, we meet the risen Christ through the sacraments, and also through the sacraments of reconciliation, also known as confession, is an exceptionally important way of meeting our risen Lord. Today, we have a holy hour, 3 p.m., with five priests who are available for confessions. And again, it doesn't happen, have to happen today. 20 days before or 20 days going forward will also suffice.
our Lord left with Sister Faustina these words which are uh, engraved, uh, well, in the original Polish, it would be Jezu ufam tobie, but in English, it is what I would invite us to pray and to conclude three times. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen.